bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Okay, here it is. The Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Brian's over. He's somewhere here, Jay. He's here, but he's not feeling well. And, uh, you know, that sucks. Yeah. What can you, what can you do? Can it's, it's real life, Greg. Show must go on. That's here right. we are at 2200 Youngfield Street. In Lakewood, it's a brew she's firing wine. We promise and we deliver. Marvin Williams here with us tonight. We got a big show, Marvin. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys today? Oh, so great. Here we are in your neck of the woods, in your backyard. And and one thing I can say about you and a brew she's is you, um, you, you treat everybody great. You roll out Thanks. the red carpet he for really each does. and every person that walks through this door. We try to. Everybody's like family. We want to make sure that they understand that. When they get here and when they leave. Yeah, funny story. Um, Rich Schneider from Rockalitas Tortillas, yeah. who's over here. Uh, today he texts me and he says, uh, hey, want to hang out? Where are you guys going to be tonight, right? So I called him back. I was on the phone with Dustin. I called him back and I said, uh, hey, what's going on, little Rich? Uh, you, you know, you want to hang out with us tonight? And he says, yeah, I do. He, where are you broadcasting from? I said, uh, Abrushi's Fire and Wine. He goes, guess where I'm eating lunch right now? This is awesome. He was here. Yep. He was here. That's a cool thing. <laughs> I know. It's just like this world works in such mysterious ways. And that's what brought us here tonight on this June 23rd of 2018, a Brucey's Fire and Wine. Uh, 2200 Youngsfield Street, Lakewood, Colorado. I want to say this is your n- new location. Right. So we've been open up for 18 years. And a year and a month ago, we opened up this location. So we moved locations and celebrated our one-year anniversary on the 11th of June, and it's been a fantastic year. The move was great. Um, we built a location, moved in, and it's been working out really well. We built this city on Broadway. There's a lot of great things going on here, and we're going to dig into a lot of them tonight. But tonight's my gluten-free night. I'm yes. gluten-free tonight. Uh, and no better place than a Brucey's if you have that... Uh, desire to be gluten-free, if it's a lifestyle, if it's intolerant, or if you're full-on celiac, uh, Abrushi's opens your doors. We want to make sure they're all treated the same. Yeah. Uh, A little house cleaning, and then I'm going to get into uh, what we have on the show tonight. But the summer dinner series is just, it's moving along excellent, Uh, benefiting the Colorado uh, uh, ACF's apprenticeship program. So the ACF Colorado Chefs Association apprenticeship program and the Modern Eater Show, along with Growers Organic and so many great partners, are doing a summer dinner series. And you can go to summerdinnerseries.com and get a, seat, a seat at the table with us uh, for an intimate chef's table experience for eight weeks in a row. Basically, Marvin, every Tuesday night, for the, uh, starting J- July 3rd, a Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, starting out with the Chef Carrie Baird. Her dinner sold out. We released the tickets to Chef Keegan Gerhard, who went to look at the facility. It's basically a wide-open kitchen. Right. It's off-site. It's not at their restaurant. We're, we're corralling these guys. And we went out on a road trip. And um, for one week straight, myself, uh, Jay, and Brian, we sourced a lot of the great farms and breweries and distilleries. 
and we brought them back home, and we're doing a dinner series. So um, the likes of uh, Carrie Baird, uh, Keegan Gerhart, Kyle Mendenhall, uh, Chef Brother Luck, uh, Chef Daniel Asher, Chef Preston Phillips, and, and a dinner for the ACF. It's eight weeks in a row. You can't miss. It's affordable. It's for a good cause. You're going to be eating Colorado Hyper Local. And we're just having so much fun with it right I now, bet. Marvin. I bet. It sounds like a blast. Summerdinnerseries.com is where you can get your tickets. It's what you call a uh, zero downside. Yeah, there is no downside. I mean, and if you love food, you love hyperlocal, you love supporting the community, and you love supporting Colorado farmers, uh, ranchers, brewers, distillers, uh, this is going to be the place to go but, all summer long. But, Greg, my, my car's broke down, and I wanted to have a couple drinks, but I don't have a way to get there. What, what, what do I do? I don't know, Jay. Maybe just take the light rail, and it'll yeah, drop you off across the street. Across the I street. I like that. You like that? Yeah, you can take and But there's also plenty of parking, too. That is correct. Plenty of parking. So summerdinnerseries.com. Uh, it's a really cool thing. Can we wave Brian over here? It just feels awkward. Yeah. And not having yeah. Brian. Brian, get over here. Get over here, Hey, Brian. if he's good enough to hobnob around a little bit, he's, he's good, enough to, he's good enough to talk. Sit down. Right, right over here. You know how right to do here. this. Here we are at a brew. She's Marvin. Here's the lineup for tonight. So uh, as we're here, you know, a big part of your gluten-free business, probably the, the, the biggest part is John Irvin and gluten-free oh, We couldn't do it without John. Yeah. So John is uh, really excited about tonight, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, this is kind of the uh, restaurant that he hangs his hat on. Uh, that he wishes other chefs and folks would endear. And so it's very important as we sit here tonight with you. Um, Brian, welcome. How are you? Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, sorry <laughs> sit for down, my have a seat. Settle oh, in here thanks. for a second. I know you got a dinner. Yeah. To, to I, get I'm here for he's you a, guys. He's man. a standard. I'm, I'm standing right now. But, um, you got to stand hey, up. Hey, I, I love the fact of this group of people here tonight. What a great! I mean, we. I feel so fortunate. This whole patio is packed here. Are we on Marvin. Facebook Live? We are. And uh, if if people can see around the the group they of people can. that we have tonight, we have all industries represented, from the restaurant to the distillers and the manufacturers in Rockalitas. We've got rockers. We've got. Look at the people right over here. We've got South River Aquaponics. We've got Mara and Willow from Azuki. We've got the I gut see, mother. I see the fairy gut mother running yeah, the around fairy over there. Gut mother. We've got John Irvin and Gluten Free Things. You know, this is this is a show tonight that is representing the full spectrum of what we do, hyper local, all the industries. Does it get much better? It, it will when the food comes out. <laughs> like it that. will when the f- and and Ozuke. Did you mention? Oh, I mentioned Ozuke's Willow, here. Willow and Mara and from Ozuke. I dropped off some sauerkraut and I told Marvin. I said, uh, "Have these guys back there whip up sauerkraut's not the easiest thing no. to play around with, you know." But he's going to whip up something out there. He's going to bring it out in the next segment. That's a little surprise right. on you, Marvin. But, but I'm going to need it for the next I w- segment. I want to say that it's easier than you think when it's good quality product. Well, good. So. Then, then you should be going downhill on that yeah. one. <laughs> Very much. It's, yeah. a, it's good. Well, and, and, you know, and Marvin and I started, started playing with some stuff. You know, Marvin talked to me about his chili needs and the fact that he's been getting fresh roasted chilies every year. And so this week I, I brought him a little love from the uh, Western Slope. Yep. Our good friends at Berg Harvest that are going to be one of the sponsors for our dinner series coming up um burke harvest does roasted chilies for me every year at the end of the season they take all the chilies that are that are on the ground before they freeze before they get damaged and they roast them for me and we freeze them so people can have them all year long and this year um i feel like we're going to get our friends here at 
a Brucey's Fire and Wine tied into some good old local Colorado green chilies. As I'm playing around on Facebook right now, which I shouldn't, um, but I wanted to, to share that to my personal Facebook page. You can watch us live on Facebook as well. Search out The Modern Eater. Uh, Marvin, did you know that it says a Brucey's Fire and Vine? It does, and there's a specific reason for that. Yeah, you um, stole my question. Oh, you did. You stole my question. <laughs> I told him that. in the car. I said, "Hey, you know." know. So, but go ahead. He did it. He already did it. Question blocked you. Um, so we have uh, a situation. About six months ago, uh, there was a Fire Plus Wine out of uh, Chicago, and uh, great establishment. They did great. Uh, they sent us a cease and desist order, yeah. and we needed to change our name. You know what? I think I like it. Yeah. I like so, it. So we changed Fire and Vine. Fire and Vine. I mean, it still works out. Still got a great wine list. We still got a great pizza yeah. oven. Uh, you know, all the great stuff. And you it. can just... give them the half a piece sign. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. Man. Most definitely. <laughs> so we, we've got, uh, you know, a lot of uh, moving parts and getting that changed over, and we got about six months to do that. Um, but it's but it's nice because it's a good conversation piece for people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this is going to set the stage. For, so for tonight, we've got a lot of moving parts, but the Fairy Gut Mother is going to rejoin us at 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW. Uh, Fairy Gut Mother is kind of the spirit guide as far as guts and healing guts, and um, she's coming on with a, a, ferment, a fermentation, right? Ozuke. Ozuke is Ozuke. coming on the show. So, Brian, could you talk, give us 30 seconds on Ozuke? Um, Ozuke is a really great local little company that what they do is they ferment everything because it's all about how we should best be eating our foods. And fermented foods are much easier on your body, and they support your gut health in a big way. And so Ozuke uses things like cabbage and beets, um, and it's really basic. But then they add some things like lavender and different herbs into their mixtures. So it, it makes it much more tolerable, in my opinion. I, I'm not a, I wasn't ever a big kraut guy because I think that it's bitter and acidic. Mm-hmm. But these ladies, the way that they cook their, cook there, because it's it, fermentating is a cooking process. You, you mix the vinegars in, into with the actual vegetables, mm-hmm. and it, it sits and cooks, naturally cooks. And these ladies, I, it's, what's neat is this show tonight, I've been working with these ladies since they started their company, helping them source. Um, we just got them a bunch of, you know, thousands of pounds of Napa cabbage and red beets. So they're using great ingredients. If they're using, yeah. I always say the barometer is if you're using Growers Organic, the leader in sourcing uh, great organic produce, that that's the barometer for me. And if, if they're doing that, and, and I got to tell you what, these ladies look great. Yes, they uh, do. And Don't so they? whatever the key to, uh, holistically that that's bringing, I want to learn about it. And at 630, we're going to learn about all of those health benefits to uh, fermentation. So that's exciting. At uh, 645, here's a cool one, Keegan Gerhardt, uh, week number two. Keegan Gerhardt's going to join us with the In the Kitchen segment. And In the Kitchen is going to be cool because uh, Chef Keegan Gerhardt's tickets are now on sale for the summer dinner series. And uh, he saw the kitchen yesterday, Jay, that where he's going to be cooking in. Um, and he was excited. He what said, did he call? He, he called, called it, it a, a uh, chef's uh, toy, toy box. Toy box. A toy box oh, for chefs. Man. Keegan's one of the greatest. You'll hear from him at 645. 7 p.m. It's hard to catch up with this guy, but Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff's going to come on at 7 p.m. and tell us about all of his world travels. He's a local guy. He's a family man. Uh, he's the best in the business when it comes to installing 
uh, tap lines. And it just so happens that uh, Marvin Williams in Abrucci uses Jeff Rourke for the tap line systems. Isn't that right? It was an easy decision, and it's been running great for the last year. No problems at all. Yeah, and you got Jeff on the spot. I call him Jeff on the spot. Uh, 715, new sponsor. we got to welcome him to the show, Peter Ullman. And his wife, Amanda, are here from South River Aquaponics. If you don't know about aquaponics yet, you're going to learn because um, uh, this isn't one of those things to where uh, we're trying to substitute aquaponics for soil. I think that there's plenty of room with that. But as far as the future technology and sustainability, we were really impressed, Brian, when we got down to South River Aquaponics in Montrose of what we saw. And as people that are huge advocates for organic and organic growth and farming in general, um, well, what's cool, they can go to our Facebook page and check out the whole video that we did because we walked you through every inch of their facility. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it was one of the cleanest hydroponic facilities, well, aquaponic facilities mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. I was super impressed at every level. Remember the lobsters yeah. that were eating uh, the extra yeah. excess you know, excess Brian, are you uh, going to stick around for this show? Uh, you, you know I'm going to stand here as long <laughs> as I humanly can tonight. Hey, for what it's you worth, know. Brian, I, I like I like you here. Yeah, I <laughs> like you. seeing you. you. I love him here. I like you too. Man. Uh, Brian's a wealth of information, not only a co-host here on the Modern Eater Show, but also uh, the owner and, and CEO of Growers Organic, which is j- just, in my estimation, one of the greatest uh, businesses right here in Colorado. Uh, as we move through the show, at um, after Peter's on the show, and we're going to learn difference between aquaponics, hydroponics. Do you know about the drought situation? Do you know about traditional farming and how much water they use? Do you know how much aquaponics uh, conserves? We're going to get into all of that and get a little geeky with Peter because I think it's a great conversation. Booze in the news, and why not? Because Dustin Evans and Rocker Spirits are in the house with their trash truck. That's worth the price of admission right there all by itself. The trash truck is here. Um, Rocker Spirits is is one of those uh, companies, Marvin, that's new to you to working with. And um, it's working out nice. Yeah, we've been using them for about six months, and that's been going wonderful. I mean, it's really nice, again, when you've got great quality product, put it in somebody's hand, put it in their mouth, and they're excited. I mean, they feel really good about it. And, you know, we're proud about it. We came up with a few other cocktails. Um, but our old-fashioned has just been working really well. Dustin's in the house. He's got an old-fashioned in hand. All's well in the world. It just seems right. As I sit at a Brucey's Fire and Vine, Right here, can I go that direction with yep. it? <laughs> go that direction. Brucey's Fire and Vine. I like it, Marvin. It's at 2200 Youngfield Street in Lakewood, Colorado. There's a lively cloud, uh, crowd here tonight, but we've got room for you. Come join us out here at Brucey's Fire and Wine. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. It's a full show for you. So glad that you're tuned in. And you can check us out on Facebook Live uh, during the commercials. It's almost as fun to uh, just sit there and watch what we're doing. Back in the flash right here, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website 
themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, welcome back to The Modern Eater Show, live from Abruzzi's Fire and Wine. It's such an exciting time going in to the summer, seri- uh, summer dinner series. Um, eight weeks in a row starting June 3rd. You just heard the voices of... Chef Carrie Baird from Bardot. Her dinner sold out. Keegan Gerhardt's tickets are released. You can get those at summerdinnerseries.com. And uh, the lineup of, of star chefs uh, just playing with these great Colorado products are there for you to see. So uh, join us at the dinner table. We'd appreciate it if you um, came out and supported a great cause in the ACF Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. And so that's uh, the coolest thing, isn't yeah. it, Greg? How we're going to actually get, we're going to help this industry in such a big way for the ACF by bringing new talent and giving the ACF money to give these people scholarships. As, Ke- as Chef Keegan Gerhardt said, um, some of the best work that the ACF does is looking out for the future of chefs and cultivating young talent. And I think that that's very important to be able to be a uh, catalyst to, to do that. So It's super important, Greg, because a lot of times, too, uh, people are going different directions. And so you need, a, you need somebody there to say, hey, the culinary world is, it, it can be a good fit for you. Tonight's is night to shine because I think this is an extraordinary example as we sit here at Abruci's Fire and, uh, and Vine um, in Lakewood, Colorado with Marvin Williams, who's just the best host ever. I want to go to his house for Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> I really do. Because it would probably be the best time ever. But John Irvin, you hear his voice all the time. Gluten-free things. Um, he's, a, he's a great friend of the show. We really believe in him and his products and w- what he's doing 
uh, not only for the community, but for those that are um, gluten-free as well. John, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Greg. Yeah, uh, here it is. And I kind of want to let you and Marvin riff a little bit, but... Um, the, the relationship that you have here at Abrushi's with their gluten-free business and just seeing the success in that, uh, really, it, it's exciting because there's no reason why this couldn't happen in many, many restaurants all over the country. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Abrushi's has been doing gluten-free and actually serving the celiacs longer than I've been doing gluten-free. But uh, a few years ago, I don't know, probably about three years ago something, they gave me a chance. I brought a bunch of bread in. Let their customers taste it to what they were using, and you know, uh, we probably supply them with about ninety percent of their gluten free. But they gave us a chance, and we, you know, step up to the the plate. But Marvin, I mean, phenomenal. You know, they just got a phenomenal staff. Thank you. Always uh, support us. I always ask for new ideas. Uh, it's a great place, and they got good food, and it's one of my wife's favorite places to eat. Yeah, yeah. she's here tonight. Oh yeah, Peg Irvin, uh, Marvin. You're one of those guys that I've noticed that if you're going to do something, you're going to do it right, and you're going to do it well. Right. Um, I mean, you could carry a loaf, I guess, of gluten-free sure. bread and have that an offering. Why are you all in? You know, we're all in because if you're going to do something, you need to do it all in. So we very much feel that if you're going to be able to offer gluten-free stuff, you need to offer the best that you can do and to the extent that, that we, which we do. Um, we don't want to have do it. Um, we don't want to have people go get sick and at home. I mean, for us, it is truly making sure that it's a positive experience for them, whether they're buying our regular food or they're buying our gluten-free. We want it to still taste amazing because nobody should have to suffer taste just because of something like celiac. Yeah. So you, you look at menus all over the place and you see the GF yep. next to it. Could mean that there's no gluten in it or organically not gluten or sure. not carrying a gluten-free, but the traditional products of the breads, the, the, sure, the, the pizza pasta. crust, just, the pasta, yeah. those types of things. Um, why did you decide to actually go all in with products that are made gluten-free? You know, about, uh, I want to say it was 13 years ago, um, Steve, the owner, um, he, uh, talking to a customer, and the customer was asking him, can we do this gluten-free? And he was like, you know, I think we can. And, I mean, it was, it was sort of, we hadn't done anything yet with that. And it wasn't until he started to really dive into it. We had a bunch of gluten-free customers that helped us along the way to cultivate how the kitchen should be and so forth, even down to the water pan being a different size so you can't mess it up. We cook the pasta that we do for the gluten-free on a different side of the, of the kitchen grill so that it doesn't get confused over when they're picking up the water and moving it over. Um, so all those things, it seemed was an easy effort, but you had to put forth that effort. And so when Steve realized that, it was an easy all-in. And we didn't even realize how much of the gluten-free community was going to come to us and experience that. Great. I, I, Marvin, go into that. I Talk a little bit more. This is Brian Freeman. And one of the things that I was so impressed with, what you just said and what I've seen already in your kitchen, you've got a complete separate area. I think that that's best taking we can, it above yeah. and beyond. You know, I, I've seen gluten-free items on a plate. With non-gluten, with gluten-full right. items. And, and that always cracks me up because people don't get it. Right. I think the difference here at Abrucci's, you get it. Right. And There's the fact you listen to your customers. Yes. I would, and, for instance, our gluten-free fryer. 
So we have a gluten-free fryer. We have a, a nice metal bar that's in between those two, a metal plate, so that there's no splash over. And it's any of those things that we can do on the prep end that makes it so it's an easy for us to give a great quality product and it's not cross-contaminated. We do different size plates for the gluten-free. Our salad is completely gluten-free, the station is, and we've got a gluten-free oven over at the, uh, over at the salad station. So, and didn't you say one of your regular menu items is gluten-free? And so, that's- there, so there are several menu items like that. In, for instance, our chicken piccata, chicken marsala, we make that. We bread it a little bit before we put it into the pan. We bread that with John's gluten-free flour so that even people that are ordering regular chicken piccata, they're going to eat gluten-free chicken piccata, and they don't even realize it. Which is a testament to gluten-free yeah. things. Well, because, John, you what, know. what does that mean when you hear that? What does that mean when, you know, we've been into your bakery, dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada, and we've seen people actually cry when they eat a cupcake or there's a prospect of having bread back on their dinner plate that tastes delicious, and you can't even really tell the difference. When, when you hear Marvin talk about that and he's doing it right, what does that mean to you? Well, I think, I think what it kind of means is that we have done things kind of right because my whole goal has been to have a bread that tasted like bread because when I first started into this because I was intolerant and stuff and my wife was always trying to get me to eat stuff that tasted like sand uh, or had the texture of sand, tasted like crap and, you know, that kind of good stuff. But my point being is that I've heard many a times at all my restaurants, okay, and with like a Brucey's, all the time I'm hearing that a celiac, because I send all my celiac customers here because I know for a fact what their setup is. I can send them to a lot of my different other restaurants that we serve. But my point being is that celiacs will come in and they will get a loaf of bread or, you know, get some bread and they call the waiter back and say, hey, you gave me the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And they go, no, that's not the wrong stuff. That's gluten-free. Or they'll come into our shop and I, I kid with a lot of people a little bit, too, probably too much, but people i'll give people a piece of bread and they'll say is this gluten-free and i go no, no. <laughs> yeah you know i mean i know my wife hates me that's kid, your personality kid with, that's just though. me yeah but my point being is that it tastes like bread yeah it does and i want something that tastes like my my basic white bread tastes like a thing of white bread untoasted we have the way we want to do it is like abrucci's what they do is they take our bread and actually use their garlic and uh, olive oil kind of mixture, which is phenomenal, but then they take and they toast it, and they don't toast it to a, the point where it's a crustini, it's still a little bit, you know, it's just crisp, and, you know, the thing is, it makes it just that much better, so with respect to what we're doing is that I want my chocolate chip cookies to taste like a chocolate chip cookie, yeah. or better, my bread to taste like better, my pitas, my, you know. Pizza and, crust, your waffle mix, crust. I yeah. mean, you do such a great job, well, John. It, thing is we, we we try to set a new standard it's you know part of it is is that uh i'd say to a certain extent ego but my, my wife actually critiques me and if i screw up i hear it at home she's gluten-free she is pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. i so i'd like to just tell you if you're in the shot of our voice and you're gluten-free and you're like ah, i really don't want to because a lot of people that are gluten-free are terrified to introduce something into their body. Especially Italian. Yeah. And and if you're in the shot of our voice, you're gluten-free. Uh, number one, go to Gluten-Free Things at 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. You'll find a gluten-free vegan uh, dedicated bakery uh, right there. But also, you want a great dining experience. And you don't want to feel like you're left out. You won't be right here at Abrushi's Fire and Vine. 
Marvin Williams. Talk to him. 2200 Youngsfield Street in Lakewood. Uh, both of you guys keep cutting the path. Keep beating the drum. That's what we do. And uh, just give it a shot. Once you try John's product, you know you're going to love it. One last thing is that you actually can go here and come to a Brucey's and actually buy our product. Can you really? Yeah. They'll actually yeah. sell, sell, sell so our We have a lot of people that come in. They'll want six or seven loaves of bread. They'll come in. We'll sell them the bread already in the sealed container. Put it in the bag. They'll be on their way. They can take that home and enjoy it at home. I did not know there. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and also those people that are listening on uh, iHeart, we do ship all over the United States. So you can go on our website and order. Glutenfreethings.com. Yes, sir. I love it. Thanks, John. Um, we're going to do this, taking a left-hand turn and go to uh, Gut Health with the fairy gut mother and friends of hers, Willow King and Mara King from Azuki. And uh, you're going to really love to hear what uh, fermentation does for your health. If you don't already know, uh, you will find out. If you know, uh, you're going to want to stick around and confirm everything uh, that uh, you do in your life already. So we'll take a break. We'll come back from a, a Brucey's Fire and Vine. Greg Allenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say. I just want to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part. He was super gracious to us at D-Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, if, that's, if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carrie's at Bordeaux. Yeah, he gave us the hookup. So I just want to say a big thanks, Dan. 
minute looking forward to this conversation. Ozuko in the house right now. Azuke. Azuke. I got it. Jeff Rorkinay plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff is here with us tonight, and uh, it's going to be so great to catch up with Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business, installs custom tap lines. He really makes uh, the, the tap system of your dreams, but he doesn't stop short of there. Uh, maintenance is very important, and he wants to give you, uh, Mr. Bar Owner, Mr. Brewery Owner, Mr. Restaurant Owner, an A-plus on your report card because temperatures that get thrown off, pouring inefficient beer, it's just money out of the back of your pocket. Pouring inefficient beer, Brian, does what to you? You're pouring your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. Again, 20 years in the business, the most respected man when it comes to that. I call him Jeff on the spot. Give him a call, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Online at growersorganic.com. This is the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, here we are back at it. A brew she's fire and vine. 2200 Youngsfield Street 
in Lakewood, Colorado. Come on out and join us. It's a good time tonight. Food is uh, starting to flow, and rocker spirits are here as well. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Uh, Jay, he's going to take a backseat because we've got some great guests on here. Reminder, tickets on sale for Keegan Gerhardt. Keegan's going to come on at 7 o'clock. So at about 7.05, Chef Keegan Gerhardt from Food Network and uh, D-Bar Denver is going to join us to talk about his dinner for the summer dinner series. Uh, Go grab your tickets and sit down at the table with us. We'd love to share that chef's table experience with you. And don't forget the local food that he's going to be bringing from South River Aquaponics. And South River Aquaponics is here tonight. Okay, Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother, our spirit guide to our gut health. Welcome back to the show. It's been a few weeks. We've been on the road. It's, it's so good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks I for know. having me. You wrote a great article on fermentation and fermenting. And all roads led to right here. And you have some friends that you brought along today. Yes. And I want to put the radio <laughs> host hat on you. Okay. And oh just boy. send it away. Introduce your friends, would you? Okay, so this is Amara and Willow with Ozuki, Ozuki, Ozuke, sauerkraut, and or actually all different kinds of kraut fermented foods. So uh, they're out of Boulder, um, so they're local here, and uh, I use their products in a lot of my cooking and my recipes on my website. Um, they were awesome and sponsored some product for a wellness retreat that I led earlier this year. Um, but, you know, in, in this series that we're doing all about gut health, um, we're bringing the kraut and the fermented foods into it because that's such a huge part of gut health, right? So it's the ferments populating the gut with that beneficial bacteria. So um, they have this, you know, they're awesome company with an amazing line of different kinds of sauerkrauts and fermented foods. So um, Oh, ladies, welcome. To talk about it. Thank Willow, Mara, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Hyper local at its finest. There you go. Brian's g- grabbing produce. Azuke, uh, Azuke's uh, getting stuff to <laughs> ferment. Carly's using it on the, the other end to be able to do all kinds of great things with classes and education. So that's hyper local at its finest. I love it, love it, love it. Let's dig in. Just like it, Alice in Wonderland, start at the beginning. You guys, what got you into this? Start out with you, Willow. Okay. Uh, how did this all come to fruition? Um, I've had a long-time interest in nutrition and health um, and also had small children at the time when we started this business, so I was thinking a lot about what I was feeding my family on a daily basis. Um, Mara is a dear old friend of mine and has always been a great food inspiration for me, and so we prepared food and had parties and, and kind of made thoughtful meals um, for our friends and family and these ferments were something that we were experimenting with and um, our kids liked them, our friends liked them and there was also sort of a growing interest nationally in the natural and organic food space around fermented foods so the moment was kind of hot and um, we just started again very small Boulder Farmers Market and some small local um, vendors and have grown from there so yeah. Mara I always say If you know, you know, but if you don't, listen up, because this is going to be very educational. Uh, But we'll start with just the basics, fermented foods. What's what's the health benefits? Um, Fermented foods, well, let me go to how I came to this. Please. Willow Willow told her part of the, um, our founder story. My background is I was a chef um, and worked as a chef for many years about 17 years in the Boulder area and um, 
I grew up in Hong Kong. I'm from I'm from the East, and from a very tenacious food foodie family. My grandfather was a food manufacturer. He had a noodle company in Hong Kong. Uh, started founded in 19 and still operational today. Um, so my uncles and my mom and my whole family were super into food flavor. Cantonese cuisine, I think, is one of the finest cuisines in the world. They think about texture and fresh ingredients and how to bring the best food to table. So um, when we had that economic downturn back in 2008, I lost my head chef job, and Willow and I would start to play in the kitchen. Um, and we came up with these fermented foods, and we kept coming back to them. And the reason we kept coming back to them was because they are so vibrant and yet so simple. So I think, like the way to answer your question is, what is it about fermentation that really inspires? Well, it's simple, but it's really complicated at the same time. All over the world, you see fermentation traditions. You know, some of your favorite foods you don't even know are fermented. Coffee is fermented. Chocolate is fermented. Um, so we come to these foods because we're looking for really compelling flavors, um, and we we stick with these foods because they are actually really health-giving and super vibrant. Mara, can Brian Freeman here? Can I ask a question about that? Because you're you, not only are you fermenting, but I don't think you're fermenting it as strong as others ferment their stuff. Is it is it a lighter fermentation process or no? Not necessarily. Um, Can we rewind just a bit back for the processes and just get back to fermentation and its health benefits so that we kind of set the foundation for talking about the processes at that point? The importance of, I mean, Carly, you, you sing this all the time, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. What are they? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all relating back to the gut. Um, so a few things that ferments can help you know, boost your digestive enzymes, which are obviously important for breaking down your foods and that contributes to optimal gut health. Um, but uh, moreover, it's repopulating the gut with the beneficial bacteria. So we've talked before about probiotics. Those are the good bacteria that live in our gut. So fermented foods are an excellent way of um, getting those probiotics and building up the, uh, the gut with that beneficial bacteria. Without a supplement. Exactly. And it travels through the entire digestive tract, so it actually gets to where it needs to be with, with the, that bacteria. Yeah, so so many people, with apologies, I'm sorry, um, so many people get in the routine to where they're going to take a probiotic in the morning, they're maybe a, drink a little bit of kombucha, that's the extent of it, but introducing delicious foods and coming from a chef background to be able to do this in a fashion to where you're getting all of those health benefits from how you can integrate this into your life Absolutely. through your everyday eating and living. Thank yeah. you. Now Absolutely. we're at a jump off point. Yeah. I just want to briefly touch on that with the supplement thing because I think, well, I think supplements are great. We do think that eating and drinking are the most bioavailable ways for your body to assimilate those probiotics. So even though the number of CFUs in a little pill may be significantly higher, your body's ability to actually utilize that, it may be less. So we're big believers in the natural fermentation process. So nothing is lab created. It's all just nature's magic that makes our foods probiotic. And we believe those levels of probiotics are really healthful and, and vital and easy for your body. I'm on board. This is good stuff. And, and uh, I really think, uh, listen up to this, because uh, I, I talk about it all the time. In, in a uh, pharmaceutical-laden country that we're in um, and, and being built on 
Western medicine, that when you told me your chef background and your Eastern values, that probably Eastern medicine values are involved in well with a lot of that is through uh, a, a, a term that I've coined as pharma chef. And a pharma chef is somebody that can basically through the ingredients and the things that we forge and that we care for and that we grow ourselves and, and being able to know the foods that you're putting in your body, you can find a lot of the health benefits that are going to keep you off a lot of medications that are masking your life, that are keeping you in a perpetual uh, ball of yarn, of which I call, that builds up and builds up and builds up. And what you guys are saying and doing is that we can peel back those layers. We can get you back to the basics of the foods and, and the beverages that you put in your body and be able to do that to where it's integrated into your life to where not only are you eating healthy with health ben benefits, but at the same time, you're taking control of your life um, beyond what a doctor is going to do with Western medical values. And I'll just throw that over to you, Mara. Um, wild fermentation is a very interesting thing. I think it's a way that quite simply it's a way that we can get in touch with natural processes because um, none of the things that we do, you know, we are not fermenting vegetables. We do help vegetables to ferment in our factory, but we're not physically forcing the vegetables to ferment. We're just creating an environment where nature takes its own path. And it creates through a, through a, a very complex system of, of bacterial cooperation and, and the complexity of these systems is, is so intricate that we only have really discovered the science to analyze and understand exactly what's going on in these processes in the last 10 years. It's new science. But these are old world processes that we're following. Mm -hmm. How long, Mara, um, have people been fermenting and eating fermented foods? For thousands of years. Yeah. You know, you, I always love to think, I, I always love to think of the poetry of the story of how it became. You know, who was the first beer brewer? What, what was the accident that caused him to, to leave some bread and it got wet and then? You know, somehow the mm -hmm. yeast arrived and he stirred it around and he's like, okay, well, maybe I can eat this. Oh, whoa, this is really good. Mm -hmm. So it's like almost like getting in touch with the natural sources of decay and, and you know, bringing things to life and learning how things naturally work. And we just put ourselves in that process. It's almost like the brilliance of Egyptian pyramids. To, I mean, wow. it, 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 I mean, it really is because, it, you know, it, you'd like to just call it dumb luck. It happens for thousands and thousands of years, but it, it's really not. And, and as you're talking about technologies and, and science catching up to these old processes that uh, I can't help to believe that the precision with those uh, uh, Egyptian pyramids are almost, they knew the methods of what they were doing. What's dumb is us thinking that we're in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, microbes have been here for a lot longer than right. we have. I yeah. mean, before there was ever even anything to look at or eyes to look with, there were microbes on this planet. Yeah. Mara did a TED Talk kind of about that. I forget what the title of the TED Talk was, but it's something about... What we learned from fermentation. What we learned from fermentation, and you can find it on YouTube. Or oh, really? Video, but I it's think a great I'm, talk I'll about be on kind that of the, tonight, the history. As nerdy and the, as I am. Yeah. Well, and what? Greg, and that's the cool thing, is they teach classes. So, and they partner with farmers... You know, as they've partnered with me over the years, but like they'll be at Ann Cure's farm doing a class about fermentation and about what Ann up in Ann Cure up in Boulder is doing. So that there's such a tie-in that they have yeah. about 
education as well as providing these awesome products. I could and geek out local. for a couple of hours, and hopefully, you, you guys could invite us into your realm, into your sphere, to where we can educate and learn as much as possible. But I want to turn this over for just a couple of minutes to you, Carly, to talk about this relationship, what it means, and maybe any questions you would have for them throughout your your thirst for knowledge. Sure. Um, I think, you know, what we were talking about earlier, which I think is really interesting. So you all started in, what you said, 2008, right? 2011. Well, you were throwing around the we idea. We were working on it for, yeah. And I think what we were mentioning earlier is that how much the industry has changed, where, you know, at then you were only really competing against, you know, one other, you know, company on the shelf. And now so many other companies have, have you know, come in and it's more of like a craft now, the, the art of fermentation. Um, so I think that's really interesting to touch on that. This information is now getting out to more people. More people are realizing the benefits. Um, and I think that's really important. And, and even in, in what I'm seeing, that supplements now are fermented. So they're sending fermented chlorella and fermented uh, turmeric and you know, that it's easier for the body to digest. So I just think it's kind of going down the line and what we're, you know, all the different products now that are coming out with fermented foods, so. How many, Regis? 15 seconds. Guys, can you, you invite us into your sphere? We want to learn so much more. Yeah, well, we're thrilled about that growth. And um, as Brian said, we teach. You can find us on Instagram yep. or we are Ozuke. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we'll mention you throughout the show. Got a break. Okay. Be Great. right back. The Thanks. Modern Eater Show. Okay. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, let's do this. Second hour of the Modern Eater show continues, but we want to welcome this gentleman to the show right now. He's on hold. He's on the VIP the VIP line right where he belongs. His name's Chef Keegan Gerhardt of D-Bar Denver. Welcome to the show, Chef. How are you? Good night, Colin. How are you, sir? <laughs> you good, man. We're enjoying a uh, beautiful evening on a patio at an Italian restaurant in Lakewood around a fire pit with um, delicious Italian food being served to us. Uh, how can you complain? How did I not get invited to that? <laughs> you always are invited. Yeah, Keegan Jay here. Should I point out a text c- that I have in my phone that says you're invited? Just so you know, if we go to court, I think I've got you. 
Okay, okay, because usually I just have to sit in the studio and look at Jay the whole time. <laughs> Keegan, we're so excited. Summer Dinner Series, week two. There you are. Um, it's going to be a great night. You saw the venue yesterday. Um, at first blush, this venue. Well, listen, when you said barbecue supply, I did not know what to expect. I did not have high hopes of, you know, I didn't want to get myself disappointed. But the venue is actually really, really cool. Uh, and we got to meet the, the fellow that runs it, and he's clearly uh, a barbecue guy through and through. But the great news is, He's got space for people to sit and enjoy and dine. He's got all the equipment that a chef could ever want or, or need to do any kind of a dinner. And uh, so I love the fact that you guys are doing a summer dinner series just because summer is one of the best times to get products from Colorado. And uh, with all the legwork you guys have done on the partnership, I just think it's going to be a super amazing dinner. I got to tell you something. So we have the farm that you're partnering up with. It's South River Aquaponics, and Peter Ullman is here with us at Abrucci's. I wish you guys oh, cool. had met, but he's got a whole bunch of mushrooms for you just to play with ahead of time. And uh, so I want to do a for formal introduction. Chef Keegan Gerhardt, Peter Ullman. Peter, say hello to Chef. Nice to meet you, Chef. Hey, nice to meet you, man. I, I was psyched to see the product that you had. We're absolutely going to make use of... Uh, of the greens that you've got, and uh, I'm super excited. Are you going to be able to do it at dinner? Yeah, we are. My wife and I are going to join you guys, and we're super excited to give you some fresh mushrooms and green. End up as well. I love it. Yep. Ke Keegan, it's interesting because um, as we were on our, our tour of farms for uh, Road Trip 2018, uh, there we go into Montrose, Colorado, and we see this facility not knowing what to expect okay here's aquaponics you know um we've been at a bunch of farms and and playing around in the soil and seeing all the traditional things that you're used to and i have to tell you i fell in love with this facility uh not only with their mindful use of water um the the pristine facility itself and the products that are grown in there that are not only delicious but they're sustainable they're organic and when I approached you and I said, Keegan, well, what do you think about aquaponics? You didn't hesitate much. You said, you know what? We better embrace it because it's going to be a lot of our future. Yeah, I believe so. And there's, listen, there's a lot of chefs. A lot of my colleagues that just won't have any conversation about aquaponics. They're, you know, they're, they're, they want farmer's markets and they want earth and they want whatever. And I, I just don't think that's possible forever. And, and it's certainly not possible you know, if you're talking about where we live, we only get products certain times of the year. So, you know, us Americans, we're spoiled. We want every kind of produce any time of the year. So um, it doesn't really matter what's in season for a lot of people, most people, I would say. So, but to hear this organic, to hear this local, to hear that they are, you know, handling the water use responsibly, that's, that's all I need to do. Hey, Keegan. Brian Freeman here. I, I'm curious to ask you, you brought up something that's important. It's seasonality. And it's, uh, you know, one of those things that's always been a pet peeve of mine, that chef that has asparagus on the menu 12 months a year. Um, what's yeah. your take on that, Keegan? Well, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard road to hoe. Just, I don't like to have things on all year long either, but just one. Like, for example, uh, 
a, a good example of that for me is, is avocado. Yeah, thank you. You can get avocado from all over the place, but it's not always in season, obviously. And uh, and when it's not, we and it's not at least the United States is not a local more local than that. We take it off the menu, and everybody gets upset because that's one of our main salad items is just avocado. So uh, yeah, it's it, you. You know, someone uh, I take a cue from these last couple of years because we partnered in a few projects with Alex Seidel because he's got a farm and he uh, and he just doesn't hesitate to take things off that aren't in season. And so, um, as a guy that's spent more time being a pastry chef than than being a chef, I just started to follow suit. And uh, you know, you make what you can make. And and hopefully people will enjoy it. And when you start to make that commitment, then the kind of diners that you want to come to your restaurant start to come to your restaurant. So. Well, I think that's a great answer, Chef. I, I, I commend you for that. And, and Brian, when we left out of uh, South River Aquaponics, and what were we sent home with? That delicious buttercrunch lettuce? Yep. Is that right? Yep. We were eating that like potato chips. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't believe. <laughs> just, I, seriously, Keegan, um, when, when you look at this product, it, it, it's almost, and, and, and Peter, forgive me because I'm just getting acquainted with it. It's, it's so virgin-esque. It's so pristine. It is so uh, so pretty to the palate, but the taste and the flavor is there behind it that it almost seemed too Perfect in my estimation. Uh, is that a wrong uh, analysis? No, I just think that you know uh, we we face some really unique challenges nowadays with limited water resources. I think we've been over farming yeah. our lands possibly for a lot of time for a long time. Um, so there's yeah. some challenges when you go the uh, natural route. When we've brought our growing system indoors, we've actually. Uh, we don't have any soil in our greenhouse at all, for instance. So we've minimized the chance of E. coli to practically nil. Um, we don't use a salmonoid fish and we are inside a greenhouse so birds can't excrement in our water and we're eliminating salmonella. So to take two foodborne illnesses off the table right off the, right off the bat is great. Um, I do think there's something to the fish waste and the flavors that you get out of greens. We get really intense basil flavors, very, very peppery arugula. Uh, and like you experienced, the, the real buttery butter crunch. Yeah, so we're excited about it. So, Keegan, why shouldn't people embrace this technology or this? I, I mean, I'm wondering what the disconnect is. It is just traditionality. Is does it win out in a lot of people's minds? I'm trying to figure this one out in my own mind. And then also the second part of that is I was educating myself. Colorado is in a terrible drought right now. Uh, water is scare. It's a scarcity. And all of the roads lead to aquaponics making sense to me. Can I, can I speak to that for yeah, just a second? Please. This is Peter again. Um, you know, I was just reading today as well. Last year, we had 6% um, of the state in drought. This year, we have 40% of the state in drought. And it just ha so happens to be mostly in the south and southwest where we're from. Um, so we think, that, you know, what we're doing is very important. Um, and on a worldwide scale, you look at India, um, India is facing the worst, worst water crisis of its country's history. So it's not just here in Colorado, but it's a worldwide problem. And water resources are very limited, and we need to start thinking, I think, um, of smart ways to use that water that we do have uh, in the future. School us, Keegan. No, listen, I, I, I don't know if I can school anyone better than, any better than Peter, but I, I, to answer your question, my answer would be, I think it's not embraced, 
for two reasons. I think there's some, some, some verbiage, some nomenclature that people aren't familiar with, that they have that have bad um, intonations they don't know, and I think it's also a lack of understanding of, of the process itself. I'm sure what, what Peter just shared about about the uh, foodborne illness issue is, and, and, the, and the water savings issue alone is enough for most people to want to, or a lot of people to want to switch. But I'm not, a per, I'm not the kind of guy that would tell anybody you should do this or you should not do that. But I think you owe it to yourself to find out where your food comes from and I think you owe it to yourself to to learn about all the possibilities before you just assume that something, uh, you, you know, you, it's interesting, Peter, you said not natural, and mm-hmm. i.e. from nature. Uh, you know, the seeds and whatnot come from nature, but you're not growing it in the earth, so I totally get what you mean, but I don't think that growing it that way is unnatural. I just think growing right. it that way is adapting to the way that the earth is, is uh is progressing due to man's you know impact on it, and I see, I see this kind of, of uh, what will I say? I guess uh, it, it, it's it's like this kind of technology being introduced into the produce sector to me is man doing some good back instead of just mm. only doing damage. You know, so I personally Absolutely. am grateful for the option. Well, and and I'll chime in on that. Brian Freeman here with Growers is that hydroponics have actually been around for a long, long time. And to your point, Keegan, natural hydroponics, most people don't realize where watercress came from originally and peppercresses. You would find these in streams. You would find these in waterfalls. And these were the plants that were naturally aquaponic. Um, from from nature. Yeah, so well, I if you look at like cool. the Aztecs or the Mayans, right? They used to put together yeah, hay bales and push it out into the pond, and and they were growing with fish nutrients, technically aquaponics. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Keegan, how are you doing on time, Brian? I'm good. Hey, Brian, did you did I just call you Peter like three times in a row? Oh, oh no, 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 uh, I don't know. It, 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 okay, let's do nice. this. Let me, I want to. I want to throw this out about your comment. It's been around for a long time ago. Twenty-five years ago, I was in innovations at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival in Disney World, and I saw a couple of chefs jump off the ride because they were freaked out by the future of hydroponics. And then here we are, twenty-five years later, acting like it's a brand new thing. I don't think right. it is. I just think you guys are mastering technology that's long overdue to help us through our, tri- our water crisis. And the water crisis is real. So. Keegan, uh, first of all, thank you. And, and I'm just going to extend this break because I really think it's important. Summer Dinner Series and SummerDinnerSeries.com. You can grab your tickets right now uh, for Chef Keegan Gerhardt's dinner. But you're kind of all in the family on this. You're bringing your wife. Uh, you're bringing your chef from D-Bar. And uh, yeah. it's going to be a cool night. And I want you to talk about, you've had a, about a day and a half. Can you give us any menu surprises or teases? Can you tell us anything about what your dinner is going to look like, Keegan? Absolutely. Uh, we're going to do five courses in the, um, there in the venue. And then we're going to do, we always do a little take-home, kind of a little take-home giveaway for the next morning. But um, we are going to do... Uh, uh, it's kind of a, a white cornmeal waffle, um, kind of a first course. We're actually going to do our salad as the second course. 
Um, we're going to use uh, we're going to use the hydroponic mushrooms in the first course, and we're going to use the greens in the second course with uh, melon and a you know kulfi. It's like a Indian version of ice cream. We're going to do a, a really spice-driven, cool kulfi ice cream with melon and uh, arugula. The second course, the third course is going to be a whole roasted and rotted lamb. I mean, uh, sorry. Uh, did you tell me lamb or goat? What did we talk about yesterday? I thought you wanted lamb. Yeah, I, I, lamb was in my brain, so I'm glad I was right about that. Yeah, we're yeah. going <laughs> to debone it, grow it up, um, and we're going to use his, uh, his fancy grill over there. And um, I'm, I'm really excited about the lamb course. I don't know why in particular. And we're going to do two courses of dessert. We're going to do a... Uh, we're going to do kind of a, a twice-baked French toast that's got a peach in the inside and then a really a smoked um, grilled peach soft serve ice cream on top of that. And then we're going to do uh, wild chocolate and cherry dessert as the second dessert. I made a little giveaway um, at the end. And we're going to plate everything in front of the guests that are at the venue. We're not going to bring it out from some curtain or some back kitchen. We're going to do it all right there with it. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Wow! Holy cow! Talk dessert-y to me, man. I mean that—that sounds like a nice deal. So let me get. Can you go over the lamb again? How are you going to do a whole lamb? We are. We're just going to debone the lamb. Um, We're going to take it, um, season it up a little bit, put a little rub on it. We're going to roll that up into a roulade, and then we're going to pull that over the that that cool uh, Santa Maria grill that he has over there. And then um, when we slice that out, then we'll finish it. We'll finish it in front of it, everybody, as we plate it, uh, as we plate it up. And I can't. For some reason, I, I got so carried away with Nick on the on what we were doing to the lamb. I don't remember what we're putting with it. Um, I don't know why, but it'll be. I'm, I'm really excited about that because he's got some unusual equipment there that's going to allow us to do some really cool stuff. Keegan, thank you so much. A great cause. Uh, you said it great yesterday when you talked about some of the best work in your estimation for the ACF and is their Colorado Chefs Association apprenticeship program uh, learning and listen, talking I about be- the- I do believe that. I really do believe that. You know, ACF is a huge nationwide organization and Colorado's ACF chapter is one of the strongest in the country and I think they're real innovators and leaders in our industry and it's not, it's not hard to, to see how difficult it is to get talented individuals to work and passionate individuals to work in kitchens these days. You know, people will go somewhere else at the drop of a hat for a dollar an hour or go to an easier industry. But ACF is, is generating professionals from their apprenticeship program, and that is uh, one of the most valuable resources that, that Denver needs right now. The problem with a booming culinary scene is it's really hard to staff, and ACF is helping us out. So I love supporting them with this uh, summer dinner series. Can you talk just one second about the young apprentice that's been knocking down your door so anxious to be able to work with you on this dinner series? Oh, uh, listen, that, that's actually a pretty great story, right? You know, you when you do dinners, when we do we do festivals and dinners all over the country, and, you know, they'll always say, hey, there's going to be some students, there's going to be some volunteers, and, you know, so often it's just a bunch of poor little scared kids in the corner doughy-eyed that, that, that are afraid about what's going to happen to them. Meanwhile, you guys connect us with one of the uh, with one of the apprentices. This guy sent us a business form email introducing himself, telling us his background, how excited he is to meet me. He hopes to 
spend time in my kitchen before the dinner so he can get to understand our our uh, mentality about cuisine and can't wait to help with the dinner. Now that is a professional, and that guy's not even in the industry yet. So, yeah, how much do you want to tell him to? How much do you want to just tell him to turn around and run? Yeah, <laughs> just, hey, listen, uh, listen, kid, you're really smart. Go, do something else. <laughs> go get it. Go, go get a job, absolutely, Keegan. Absolutely not. That's absolutely not what I would tell him. Our industry needs people that understand the possibility. Our industry's hard, but but the payoff if you stick with it and you're passionate and you and you put your heart and soul into it is uh, beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And that's possible for anybody. Maybe I'm just projecting when it comes to radio. I, I think, think you that's are. what I think I am too. <laughs> Keegan, thanks yeah. for your accessibility this week. Uh, it means so much to us and many others. And uh, we look forward to July 10th for the Summer Dinner Series. Uh, Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver teamed up with... Yeah, that's right. Teamed up with um, South River Aquaponics out of Montrose. And I can't wait for you two gentlemen to meet face-to-face and in person. And Thank you so way, much. And the beer. I'm excited about the beer pairing. So if you don't come for the food, come for some ridiculously delicious and unique here. And Rocker Spirits as well. We're going to have a cocktail hour. It's just going to be a good night all together. And uh, I know that you're you're going to deliver. You're going to have fun. This is a great stage to really uh, just show off all of your talents, Keegan. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to the series. Thanks for having me on tonight, guys. Yeah, you bet. There he is, Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Peter, I'm telling you, you're teamed up with a great guy. I, oh, I'm excited. You really are. My team's very excited. We're, we've just been looking for something like this to showcase our quality mushrooms, yeah. so I'm excited they're in good hands. Look. I think, I think Keegan, we got a lot of good clips from him. <laughs> we, we own these clips, Keegan, <laughs> if you're still on the line. They're ours. Um, but, the, you know, that's an unpaid endorsement, really, and he talks about the future, and, and that was something to where he believes that in his heart, and I think I do too. You know, I'm learning I'm learning more and more as we go, but um, spending a half an hour with you on the show has just been so much fun tonight. Well, thanks for having me. Education is a big part of what we do, so we love talking about it, yeah. and it's great to see people you know, starting to talk about it. And yeah. How can people learn more? People can learn more at southriveraquaponics.com. <laughs> My guy right there. Peter Ullman, southriveraquaponics.com. Half an hour left in the show. We're going to combine the break, so it's just going to be a teeny bit longer. But uh, Jeff Rourke. A-plus beverage solutions. You hear about the man all the time. He's coming up on the show next, along with uh, Rocker Spirits and Dustin Evans. Uh, it's going to be a good time right here at Brucey's Fire and Vine, 2200 Youngsfield in Lakewood, Colorado. Come out and join us if you'd like to. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos.
Tacos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Okay, back at it, live from a, a Brucey's Fire and Vine in Lakewood, 2200 Youngsfield. It's a great night. It's a perfect patio. This place is, I'm in love, Jay. Uh, every time we are at a Brucey's uh, here in Lakewood, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. The atmosphere is awesome. The people are awesome. Everybody's nice. It, it's one, and, and, and there's always a lot of people here. And then so you think, like, well, is the food real good or is the service real good? Is that why they're here? It's like the answer is yes to, to both, and that's why there's always a nice crowd. The neighborhood uh, wants them here, and you can tell. The neighborhood's embraced it. Uh, the sun sets on the Mile High City, and we're hanging out here at a Brucey's Fire and Vine. Got to say hello to our Facebook friends. We're cultivating a new thing. We're trying to do live streaming, so as we build our audience on the live. Um, hello, Jeff Jabot. We saw you last week. Rocker. Uh, Rocker Spirits, uh, a, a great sponsor of the Modern Eater Show. Marvin Williams is joining us right now, along with our guy. It's so hard. Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Any chance we get to get Jeff on the show? We have to take it. Jeff, how are you, Mr. Man, family man, uh, just all-around respected guy in this industry? Thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, it's good to be back, man. I know it. Yeah. Uh, you, and, you and Marvin have a little history. Yeah, we do. Yeah, a little bit. It was yeah. interesting. When we were uh, first getting everything installed, um, we had an issue. Our initial plan wasn't going to work, and that's how it always works when you build a new restaurant. And Jeff was just amazing came up with an alternative plan, we worked it all out, and it was just seamless. I mean, it was like we never had a problem in the first place. Yeah, it, it turned out well. Yeah. I, I think this tower looks good in here compared to what we originally had spec'd. Uh, it's definitely a, more of a marquee piece now. You know, I like and, it. And the fact we haven't had a single issue. I mean, I haven't, had, I haven't had to call him. I could call him, and he'd be here in a second, but I haven't had to. I always say just call Jeff. I call him Jeff on the spot <laughs> because yeah. he really is. He's, he's accessible to the people that he works with. Um, Jeff, I always say that if you're pouring out an out of an A plus beverage solution line, um, you're drinking beer just the way the brewer intended it to taste. Uh, yeah, that's the goal, isn't yeah. it? It, it? That that's the goal. You want it to, you want it to you want the the 
the producer to have the beer poured at high quality. And it also another big factor is that you want to make sure that the proprietors of, of, of places like Abruzzi's uh, are getting every bang for every you know every dollar out of that drop. Yeah. So as much as you know, you want to return and you want to come back. It, it's kind of fulfilling to know that you do it right, and I'm not going to get a call from you for a while. But when they do call, you're happy to help. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, they're our customers. We serve to serve again. So, you know, that, that's wow, what it's about. I like that. Serve to serve again. So as we're on that note about me saying it sets the standard, you go out and you're drinking out of an eight. And that's why I really appreciate your sticker on their cooler because when I saw that, I said, oh, okay, I'm at home, you know. <laughs> yeah. So more of those stickers, please, because yeah. once I can identify that. Um, who's got the Jeff Rourke seal of approval right now? Um, you know, uh, we just did the, the Shake Shack just came to our market. We did both those. Uh, uh, the, we did the one downtown and the, and the new one that's opening up at Highlands Ranch. Uh, Torchy's Taco, the new one at Highlands Ranch, which is that one. Uh, we just finished uh, another Punch Bowl Social out in San Diego. Got one coming up in Dallas and Virginia. And then uh, uh, just the Satire Brewing Company. We just did a new brewery out in uh, Aurora, Pilot House Brewing. Really neat. Uh, great guys out there. You can actually do a membership and going there and, and brew beer on their systems they got a bunch of they got three uh different brew systems in there it's really interesting oh cool concept. little yeah. one-off pilot system yeah oh that's cool. yeah yeah really neat uh gene's great guy over there uh, you know it's pretty pretty unique idea you know so he's got everything on site that you need to brew he's got all the all the grains all the yeast what you name he's got it there yeah, so I think Greg J Jay here. I think yeah. a lot of people are going to realize that they're not—they're not as good at brewing beer as they thought they'd be. You know, <laughs> well, I think that's the awesome system for a guy like yeah. me that goes. Finally, I can make my cantaloupe beer. You yeah, know, yeah. because nobody will make it, and I can yeah. go there and realize how awful it is. But it's a great—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a great idea and a great way to do it. Yeah, I, I think I think he's got some recipes that he wants you to follow, <laughs> some guidelines. You yeah. know, but uh, you know, it's—it's it's a neat concept. You know. Yeah. Jay, you say it every single week. Um, you know, all of these other, uh, you know, Jeff's a local. He's a Colorado guy. He's serviced in Colorado. But you say it every week, Jay. Uh, it means something to when, you know, individual states, don't fool yourself. They've got guys that install draft lines. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, one of my things is I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I know if somebody's flying somebody else, uh, you know, across the country, across a few states, across town, when they have the, the, their own tap installers, that says something right, that you don't have to be intelligent to understand that he's doing good work if somebody's going to bring it in, bring them into, into a town that has somebody that does it already. That's interesting. Uh, Jeff, so you're, you're not only servicing Colorado, but you're spanning out to, you know, I've heard you go to San Diego, um, Chicago. Weren't you even in Atlanta? Yeah. New yeah, York? We we're in Atlanta, New York. Uh, you know, uh, you know, my motto is I'll have tools, we'll travel, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the neat thing about some of our customer base is that they get used to how our quality of work, our communication styles, and uh, sometimes it just fits perfect and they, they want to pay to go us, go out of state. We try to stay, you know, 95% of our business is in state. Yeah. Uh, but we have a few select customers that, you know, branched out from Colorado and, uh, and, we've, and we've gone with them. So Help me work through something in my mind that just doesn't make sense. Uh, every week on the show, I say to Jay, 
If you're pouring in a fish of beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions because you want an A-plus on your report card. You're, that's exactly what you're looking to do. What's the disconnect for someone who has an aging restaurant or an aging bar or brewery? And they're just, you know, the temperatures are off, but they're hanging on. They, they don't understand how easy it would be to just give you a call. What's the thought process behind that? Have you figured it out? You know, part. I mean, Marvin knows being in the restaurant, it's, it's, it's chaos all the time. It's chaos, and, then uh, it's, and it's money, too. I yeah, mean, it's, it's money, and, uh, you know, but, I mean, a great example, we renovated, we did a, a, a quick repair of Old Chicago's Longmont. And, uh, you know, they paid for it within 30 days of recoup lost of their waste. You know, they weren't pouring that beer down the drain anymore. So it pays for itself pretty fast when you're especially talking beer uh, because, you know, that's one of your higher profit margin, you know, uh, sure. items. That's where you're making bar. money off yeah. the bar. Mm-hmm. Your loss leader is your food. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of times it may be an easy fix, right? Call Jeff. He'll come in, take a look at it. Other times it may be a little bit more complicated. But when it comes to you going in and issuing a report card, mm-hmm. right, um, do you have numbers for really what what is foam, what is waste? Do you have any kind of insight on what waste does it, and costs it, people? It costs them a lot, you know. So, I mean, like that old Chicago, we, you know, we took them to around 96% yields, which is, you know, which if, if I can get them six, seven points, if I can save them six, seven points, that's a lot. That's a good return on your, on your, on your bottom line, uh, especially when you're talking for the life of that system. Um, you know, even if I can recoup one or two points or, or yield, uh, you know, that's a huge return in a lifetime. So uh, you know, it always pays for itself. Regardless. The number one biggest problem that people face with an aging uh, uh, tap system that, that you can identify, the number one biggest, biggest thing that you see out there that's a, a fix that can be done immediately? Maintenance. God, I was going to jump yeah. in and be yeah. like, let me <laughs> answer, and I want to say maintenance. Yeah, yeah. It just... Having somebody come in and just kind of check it out, and not every week, not every month. You just have them come, you know, once, twice a year, you know, come in, just have us go through it, and, just, and then we'll write up what, what needs to be replaced, if anything. And then, uh, you know, it doesn't cost you anything, you know, and then, and, then, and then you prove it if you need it done, and then we'll get you back up and running. So, but it, it, I was going to say, if, if anything uh, exemplifies the term, you need to spend money to make money, it's on, it's on a tap system. But what's really weird is probably the money they spend with you, that it's so easy to cover that versus what they're losing just at that immediate time on a week-to-week basis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, Jeff said it himself. He said that, you know, they they paid for, you know, their bills in a matter of months with the beer that was going down a drain, and it's, it's... it's just it's frustrating yeah. for me as a bartender to see how much foam goes it, down the drain and see that people don't care. It's also nervous for a, for a restaurant or bar that's already open because now now we're on a time constraint. When can we get in here? When can we fix this thing? How long is it going to take? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to be? Am I going to have lost profits when it's down? Uh, but we always have a plan. We always have a plan to work with the customers to shift things around. Come in early in the morning, stay after you know, stay late. Uh, and a lot of times, what we're doing doesn't even affect their day-to-day business at all. It's typically a tweak and tune or replace something simple, uh, and, then, and, and then they see a, a, a return immediately. So, how's Tap 14 doing? 
Tap 14 is doing great. Uh, we're getting ready to go through uh, and renovate uh, their their other place. Downtown haters. location. Yeah, yeah, their haters. Okay. Not not the tap 14 upstairs, okay. but the haters, haters down, down below. Down below. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They're they're looking at their numbers and they're realizing that that we know what we're doing. It's so, time. Yeah. It's <laughs> time to go. You love build new build outs though, right? I, you know, I love. I, you know, if you would have asked me 25, 30 years ago if I was going to be a beer guy, I would have never even. Even when I got into this industry, I still couldn't believe I got into this industry. And sometimes I look back and I go, "How did I actually end up here?" But uh, I love this industry. I, lo I love. I love working in the, the bars and restaurants, all the unique owners and everything like that. But it, you know, it's great. You know, so. Let me ask you this question because it just popped into my head, being in a Brucey's and seeing the wine on these tables. Mm. Is there a difference installing a beer line versus a wine line if, if someone's going to tap their wine? Um, on our systems, there's not. Every, all the equipment and parts that we use is designed for beer and wine. Uh, the only difference is, is the gas source being pushed onto the, to the, to the keg of wine is different you know you're running a straight nitrogen versus a mixed gas or something like that gotcha. you think more folks that are serving wine should get on board with wine lines um you know i i once again i think i think it depends on the individual you know restaurants uh every everybody's concept is different unique uh you know if you're a wine house you're a wine house you know if you're a cocktail house you're a cocktail house yeah. you know uh at, at I think I think it's something unique they can offer. You you, you don't have to worry about corked wine or spoilage, uh, you know. So it, you don't have to worry about bringing in five cases to get the same equivalent out of out of one keg of wine, you know. So I mean, there's some cost savings there, a little bit, you know. But it's more of a space saving and, and quality product type things. So. Yeah. And he installed two cocktail lines on ours. Mm -hmm. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we're doing. So we're pouring. We're pouring a tequila and pouring a vodka on ours. Can we no. take a little video of that? Sure. I want to show that. Of course, yeah. I want to show that. Uh, Jeff, I, I yeah, I probably should do this when you're off the air, but I I, I say it all the time. Um, you're a family man. You're an honorable man. Uh, you're a guy that it means so much to me that you care about this community, and you've shown it through this show for a, a long time. You've mm -hmm. been a long time sponsor of this show. Uh, you mean the world to our community and us and. Uh, I can't. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Just being that guy, that rock. Um, you know, you, you you don't go away. Uh, you're one of these guys that you believe in what you do. You mm -hmm. believe in the people around you that support you, and you believe in your community and and family. And and that's what means so much. And so, as a, a very long, I, I think probably the longest running sponsor of the Modern Eater Show, from the bottom of our hearts, um, everything that we do, we think about you and we appreciate you. Thanks, buddy really do yeah awesome thank it, you it's so cool to have guys like jeff rourke around and i see i see that time and time again i see it in marvin i see it in little rich i see it you know in john irvin i see it and we have some new folks here with um south river aquaponics and brian freeman and growers organic that this is dustin dustin evans with rocker this this is truly a community of people that care so much about each other and one thing leads to another whether it's one of our breweries that we work with that utilizes you and they have a beer and they source the products through Brian to have different spices for a beer and then there's a restaurant that carries it on tap and then you service the tap it's keeping all the money in our community mm -hmm. it's it's working with uh, other folks to be able to I say it every week high tides raise all ships and I, I'm a firm believer in that and I just appreciate everybody I would agree around us. Mm -hmm. yeah thanks Jeff not a problem you're welcome anything else you got where are you going to next 
Uh, just staying around here for a while. Are you know? really? Yeah, yeah. You're getting ready for some summer dinner series, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go we eat. Look, looking forward to that. Let's so, go yeah, eat. Let's do it. Um, side note, the guy that has this venue, Barbecue Supply Company, mm -hmm. he's a new guy from Chicago. He's settling in. He's got a great venue. He'd like some taps. <laughs> make it happen. We'll take care of them. Make it happen. Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Uh, that's why every week you hear about it. And uh, when we get a chance to talk to Jeff, I find it so interesting. And as beer lovers, wine lovers, now Marvin says he's got uh, booze on mm -hmm. tap, which is very interesting. You want to hear, hear something weird yeah. before we go to break? So when I lay at bed at night and I'm going over the oh, show no. in my head. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What, breaks, hold on. When I lay in bed at night and I'm going over the show or what's next or anything like that, I hear his. I hear you saying his phone number in my head. What? 720-272-3809. Like, I, I will never forget that. No, no matter what happens in my life going forward, I will never. I mean, he could change we his number. We need a jingle out of that. Yeah. yeah. Man, that thing is stuck in my head. 720-272-3809. Yeah. All right. Thanks, all right. brother. All right. There he is. Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solution. Dustin Evans. Up next, Rocker Spirits. They have a great relationship with the Brucies. Uh, we're going to talk more about it when we come back on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. 
Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, heading down the home stretch right now on the Modern Eater show on iHeartRadio from a Brucey's Fire and Vine. Lots of friends and family of the show here tonight. Um, special shout out, my mother, uh, Patricia Peterson, is here. And uh, Pat, she is just, man, I'm in love with this woman. She does so she's much. She's a for nut. Us. Yeah, she does so much for us. And she's over there uh, uh, shooting it with the friends, family, and people just love my mom, and I do too. I met your mom. Yeah, so glad She's to have her awesome. around. Marvin Williams, that's the voice of, and here's Dustin. Guys, uh, I really want to spend this time right now as we sit on your beautiful patio here in Lakewood. Uh, I see the tiki torches burning, uh, the sun setting in the mountains, and it's a lovely night. Perfect, perfect weather, perfect temperature. You see, I see a couple first dates probably, um, the, the neighborhood and the families that are out. It's just a really cool thing when it all comes together. And the relationship that, Dustin, when you rolled up with your, what, what do you call that thing? Just your showcase on wheels type of thing? It's just our calling card. It's our uh, event trailer, and we uh, affectionately call it the trash truck. Well, no, I was talking about you, actually oh. the thing that you have your product in. But the trash truck is here tonight in full effect. Are we going to do some uh uh, pyrotechnics off yeah. of that? Yeah, it's Shoots always a, a showstopper. Marv's got his tiki torches out here. I, I brought mine, too. Yeah. Uh, so you, 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 um, you showed Marvin some product. Marvin, you, you liked it. The, the bottle doesn't hurt, but the product stands alone. And here it is uh, months later. Rocker headlines your, your drink menu. And it's been incredible. We haven't had a single person send it back. And a lot of times you do bring something on, and there are people that don't really get it, don't really like it, or it's not doesn't work really well. Um, but with Rocker, it's been it's been amazing. All three of their products have been great, um, but especially the old-fashioned. The whiskey's just been, I mean, it's bar none. Thank you very much. I mean, my father is one of, one of my mentors, and I, my father always used to say the quality of a man, person, or a company is directly proportional to their parenting or their leadership. And <laughs> Of course he did. And uh, 
here at here at your restaurant, Marv, you are definitely the leadership here, and and your people follow, and we're just we're very happy to have this relationship and giving us a chance. And you opened the door, and we walked through and, and built a great relationship, and I, I, I'm indebted to you. No, it's our pleasure. I mean, again, because it's good product, it's, it becomes an easy, easy task. Because let's face it, Marvin, how many vendors do you have bombard you on well, a weekly basis? And perfectly fine people. Probably, sure. you know, some products you can't really tell from one to the next. But uh, what was it? with Dustin and Rocker that you were like, I'm going to lay my, my uh, flag on this one. Well, the first thing is just personality. I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the taste of the juice is important, but it's really truly the personality of the person that owns the juice. And that's imperative. And if you've got a good relationship with that person and it's great juice, then it becomes a no-brainer. Um, but I would say the first thing was the personality. The second was the taste of the whiskey. I mean, it just had a very nice, smooth, consistent... I mean, it was just a pleasure to drink with or without a drink. Take three um, minutes. Talk about the drinks that you have the minute, so I got, on the menu. So I've got one that we've always had on the menu from the get-go when he, when he brought in the first product, which is the Rocker Old Fashioned. Um, and that's been just a rock star. We've really enjoyed that. So that's good. And then I came up with a drink called Bat Out of Hell. I was trying to come up with something um, for the rum. And I didn't want to just do just a, another fruity drink or something. And, and so we came up with that. I used a little Salerno. Uh, blood orange liqueur, little bitters, uh, some mint, some lime, and it's. I think it's a, it's a very good drink. It's a winner. Um, yeah, and then we did a little peach mule, so we do a little house made peach puree and and a little uh, uh, another Colorado company. We do Rocky Mountain um, uh, Soda Company, their ginger beer, and uh, so that's a great product and it's a nice little tasty mule. Is that out of the ordinary to where people are this helpful and and want to do this much? Y- yes, I mean, I think Marvin is the exception, not the rule. I am, you know, I, in any walk of life, you have, you know, a proving ground. And just the opportunity to prove ourselves and, and let us introduce our product, Marvin was gracious enough to do that. Um, some people want you to, to suffer, and, and it's a more daunting task. But when you get a person that is a leader as... It is an example of this whole experience when you come to a brewski. It's a it's an easier task when you got someone that can recognize a full package. That's how I approach my businesses. I I want to lead my company. I want to be the person that my staff, our company, follows. And and I think that was the alignment that when I met Marvin, he he is the same cut from that same cloth and. So we had that in common, and now we can have a discussion about a product. Does my product measure up? Does it complement yours? And fortunately, we found that common ground. Sure. I would just add that you don't want to just bring a product on and then put it on the back bar because it's not going to sell. No. I mean, absolutely. even if it's a beautiful bottle like yours is, people are going to see it. You might get a few here or there, but if you're going to be committed to a product, be committed. That's what I love about you, Marvin. Absolutely. You know? I mean, seriously. So here's the deal. Uh, Rocker, as you can explore the tastes of Rocker, which are delicious. We have uh, summer dinner series, and Rocker is sponsoring the Rocker Hour. So you're going to come in for eight weeks and get to experience delicious Rocker uh, vodka, rum, and uh, their whiskey, obviously. So summerdinnerseries.com, you're going to be able to experience this alongside of us. If you're in Lakewood, Abrucci's Fire and Vine, that's where you're going to want to go. Marvin Williams is the best. Got to thank everybody that was here tonight with us. We're going to sit back, relax, 
have a little bit of food. Got to thank Regis, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, um, Marvin Williams. Thanks for being a great host. Shannon Scott, myself, Greg Hollenby, back. We'll be back here next week uh, on, in studio on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. <laughs>